Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 163 of Better Regulate Than Never. (laughs) It probably looks really weird because it is as dark as I can get it in here. I record in the daytime, so... But it's a rainy day, or at least a cloudy day, so it it actually worked perfect for me to at least make this somewhat dark. But my topic this week is, what is fear and darkness here to teach us? So I thought I would record in the as dark as I could get it environment so that you could experience that as well. Like, what is it here to teach us? The reason that, like... This whole month is Halloween themed or, well, mostly Halloween themed. Yes, even if you don't celebrate Halloween. So I've been thinking about darkness and fear and all these things. But this week when I went to church, it was so interesting. We're doing the same type of things in the sermons where we're like taking Halloween and figuring out what it all means and what what we can learn from it. And the pastor asked us to sit with our eyes closed for the entire sermon. And that was really interesting. And I did it because I'm like, well, I want to experience this stuff that she's trying to explain to us. So it was fascinating because afterwards, you know, she was like, okay, now open your eyes and talk about you know, what you experienced, or how did you experience the sermon? And the first thing that I noticed was that I felt sort of disoriented and off balance. I mean, I was setting, but it just, I felt kind of woozy almost because my eyes had been closed for, I would say, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. And then I realized, you know, we don't spend a lot of time, or at least I don't spend a lot of time with my eyes closed when I'm awake. And like just, you know, on purpose. Now I know that people who meditate and I've tried meditation and I like it. I just, I don't spend a ton of time on it, but I notice that, you know, if people are meditators, then they do spend a lot of time with their eyes closed. I don't know. You know, meditation can be done in so many different ways. I, I did try this is kind of a little bit off topic, but I did try meditation. There was this book I read and I mean, it was like meditation will totally change your life and you can do all these things or whatever. And you could either purchase their meditation or you could, what I did was I read the meditation in my voice and recorded it and then I would listen to it. But this created meditation where you would meditate for an hour or more. And I didn't do it very long because I don't feel like I have an hour that I can just sit (laughs) and do nothing. I can sit and do nothing in different ways for more than an hour for sure. But I just always felt like I don't don't have an hour that I want to spend doing that. But I do remember that one time in particular, when I was practicing that and trying it, I felt like I went in a different world or did, you know, and I think that's part of that disorienting part of having the visual stimulation that we are so bombarded with our whole lives, not there. And when you don't have visual stimulation, it does 
make your other senses different. And so I find that to be fascinating. They, you know, they say that people who are blind do their other senses are more, they're sharper. And I suppose if somebody, you know, is, is deaf, then their vision is sharper. You know, like it, you have to rely on other ways to get your information. If you, in my instance, had my eyes closed. I found this quote this week that I thought was was perfect for this episode. Theodore Retka says, and it's not spelled like Retka, you'll have to look at, I don't know, something just fell. <laughs> I'm going to get scared. <laughs> anyway, the the quote was, in a dark time, the eyes begin to see. And I think that is so... Like it's perfect for what I want to talk about today. So a lot of times we're avoiding fear and darkness, but we need to be thinking about what could fear and darkness be here to teach us. So for one, fear is a survival technique and we need fear. Well, fear is just part of all those emotions. Remember, I've said so many times, all emotions are normal and fine. There's nothing that's gone wrong if you are afraid. We don't want to live in fear all the time. But if we feel afraid about something, that's just part of our natural process, just the way our bodies are made, and it's okay. And it's part of our fight and flight alerting system. And we need that to be to stay alive, we need to be afraid of of things. But we don't want to be so afraid of things that we don't do other important things in our life. And I think sometimes people people's fear alert or their alert system has gone off the rails, and then they that causes them to miss out on a lot of things. So fear can be healthy because it keeps us alive, and it and it shows us things that could be harmful to us or people that could be harmful to us. And that fear is a gift. I read a book called The Gift of Fear because, well, I was thinking, I used it and the book talks a lot about your intuition. And so we have this fear response, this fight or flight in our bodies can it's almost psychic in a way sometimes. Like if you are around certain people, they might not be doing anything scary, but you have like this fear response inside of you. And sometimes that means there's something wrong with that person. There's something that that person maybe could be hurtful to you. And so it, the book, The Gift of Fear, Fear, and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but though, and it's an older book. I don't know how old it is, but the book talks about how to pay attention to your body signals, even if the things around you actually aren't scary at the time, if you get that fear feeling, there could be something going on that you don't know about. So fear can teach us, you know, to be careful around people. Also, fear facing our fears and overcoming fears is a way for us to grow. People who have anxiety or a lot of fears it is important to try to overcome some of those things. Now, I have fears of things that I don't really care to overcome. Like, I have a fear of spiders and wasps, and I have a fear of heights. 
And those things, I don't really care if I overcome them. (laughs) Like they don't change my life. They don't stop me from doing things. And so I'm not really that interested in, in fixing that. But if they were getting in the way of me doing things that I really wanted to do, then I would be trying to work on overcoming those. And there's lots of ways to do that. So if you you know, have a lot of fears, overcoming them will create so much personal growth for you. I did a workshop this summer and I'm going to bring it back sometime this fall or winter, but it's called From Fear to Freedom. Because if we can get rid of our fears and our anxieties, at least to the extent that's good, then it's going to open up tons of opportunities for us. Also, darkness, like either like a physical darkness or a spiritual or emotional darkness can help us to embrace our vulnerability. Like it makes us more open to confront things that we're uncertain about, confront our insecurities and doubts, to be able to talk to other people about our fears and doubts. And that just helps us to get more connected to people. And it also, uh, once we can see our vulnerabilities, then we're much kinder to other people because we can see that everyone has those. Some people cover them up, but everyone has those. Darkness can spark creativity. You know, when I was talking about that meditation time where you're closing your eyes and you're either thinking about a certain thing, that can actually let your brain kind of go crazy to create art and create music and create podcasts and create books and movies or whatever. All those The people that are creating those things, now they don't necessarily have to be in darkness in order to do that, but it can because once you close off some of that stimulation that we get all the time, our brains can, the imagination can get sparked because we're not actually seeing things where it, you know, experiencing things in our mind, or maybe just problem solving something, you know, we might want to close our eyes to problem solve something. And part of what is good about darkness and fear is that it makes us appreciate when we're not afraid, and it makes us appreciate when we have light, I'm going to turn this light on, I don't know what's going to happen. But I wanted to show you the contrast. You know, it totally changes how this video looks. It changes how I look. It changes how this room looks. And the more light that I would turn on, and I'm not going to turn on any more lights just to show you, but you can think about, you know, light, that contrast makes you appreciate the light because it does something different. And you can appreciate the darkness and how that looked. And, and that darkness can be physical darkness, like what we were what I'm showing you, but it could also be inside. Like we have to have sad times in order for the good times to feel better. And it's, and again, sadness is another, that can be like an emotional darkness and it's normal. It's everybody is going to experience all these emotions. And so when we're sad, let's just be sad for a while and know that there is there's light coming, there's a, hot, a a lighter emotion that's coming, and it's going to be fine. And we can be sad right now. And then we're going to process it. And then we're going to get to a part that's better. 
we, I don't talk a lot about spirituality on here, and everyone has a different way of experiencing spirituality, uh, if at all. But sometimes when we have a spiritual darkness where we are unsure or uncertain or vulnerable in our ways of thinking and spirituality, that helps us to get to the part where our spirituality is strengthened and we can deepen our relationship with a higher power if we're having a spiritual or emotional or even physical darkness, because we can, we can ask that higher power to help us and we can, we can be vulnerable to the higher power to actually help us to get stronger. And when some of like the, the visual, the physical darkness is cutting off some of our visual stimulus or even closing our eyes, it can actually help us to listen to our intuition, listen to that quiet voice, that quiet knowing. I love that I know that I know the answers inside of me, but sometimes I can't access them. So a darkness or closing my eyes might help me to access that inner knowing. So I'm hoping that you're thinking about how, what is fear and darkness here to teach us when we're having a physical darkness? How can we, how can we look within ourselves or how can we spend more time closing our eyes and just looking inside and seeing what the answers might be instead of looking outside for those answers? And if you're going through an emotional darkness or a spiritual darkness, what is it here to teach you? And what is the hope? What are you hopeful for when the light finally comes? Like, what is it that you want the darkness and the fear to teach you? So I think it's really important to just be curious about what these times are are here to tell you and teach you and what that person's going to be like that comes out on the other side. So I'll talk to you soon. <music> 